Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Vince B. And we are back again here at the V-Circle Podcast with episode five, people. Yes, we're keeping this thing going. We got a special treat for you guys. We have two very talented artists. One is a producer, keyboardist, VV's own, Taj on the keys. And then we also have a very talented singer out of Poland. She's now in Boston, Massachusetts with Lit Honey Productions. Shout out to Dan, shout out to the squad. Victoria is gonna be joining us as well. I'll give a shout out to them. Just wanna thank all 103 people. That's crazy. I thought it was only one person listening. I thought it was just, I thought it was just my mama. But uh, it's, it's more people than that. So uh, shout out to all those other people out there. Um, thank you. And uh, we're going to keep this thing pushing along. I want to address uh, something that I feel like has been bothering me in terms of just, you know, life in general, right? Relationships. Do we need people? Of course we do. We need family, we need loved ones, we need spouses, we need um, our kids if we have them, and we need we need everybody in, in, to a certain instance. But what you don't need is you don't need people stepping all over your life. That's what you don't need. It's hard enough to walk in your own shoes, right? It's hard enough to be just a decent person trying to go through life just trying to be a stand-up person let alone having people on your team or people on your squad that don't fucking believe in you or people that pretend that they believe in you because they're trying to get something they're trying to get something from you they have an interior motive other than just fucking with you just rocking with you you know what i'm saying you have to understand and you have to be able to see these fake ass people because there's a lot of them in the world. There's a lot of people that will smile in your face and stab you in the back. There's a lot of people that will act like they fuck with you in your face, but behind your back, they're like, man, fuck this person. Like, I don't care about who this person is. I don't care about what they believe in. I don't care about nothing. I'm just trying to get what I can get out of the situation. And you cannot, and I repeat, you have no time for these people. You have no time to waste on people that don't have your best interests at heart. So many times I talk to so many people and they are giving time and energy to people that are not reciprocating that time and energy back. And I used to be one of them. I used to be one of these people that I would believe in people, I would pour into people, I would give my resources, I would give of myself, I would sacrifice myself for people that don't give a shit. They don't care. If you died today, they would be whistling Dixie to their next class or to their next, they wouldn't shed a tear or nothing. They wouldn't even know you're dead because they just don't care. Like, they would literally text your phone or call your phone and be like, oh, he, he or she didn't pick up. Oh, okay. All right, and just go on with life. No concern, no nothing. And then once they find out that something happened to you, maybe a couple years down the line, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then they go back to their life. They never gave a shit about you in the first damn place. So I repeat, do not give energy to people that do not give energy back. Period. Life is hard enough trying to gather your own energy to be the best you can be let alone having people that are supposed to be friends that are supposed to be lovers that are supposed to be parents that are supposed to be you know guardians that are supposed to be mentors that are supposed to be whoever they're supposed to be and they are not supporting you they do not have your best interests at heart i say this and i say this right now to whoever's listening if you got people like that cut their ass off it ain't nothing that could have it up. And I ain't talking about women. I'm talking about men, everybody, parent, whoever. If they ain't in your corner, if they ain't supporting you 100%, cut their motherfucking ass off, period. There is no room, no time for people like that. Love is unconditional. Friendship, don't use that friendship word so loosely. 
A lot of people, oh, this is my friend. That motherfucker ain't your friend. That motherfucker trying to get something from you. That motherfucker's a leech. That is not a friend. Okay, a friend has your back through thick and thin. You know what I'm saying? A friend is somebody that's willing to ride for you when you got money. And they willing to ride for you when you ain't got shit. And in fact, they willing to lace your pockets to make sure you got something. Because they don't want to see you without nothing. That's a friend. That's somebody that will listen to you. Somebody that will that you can cry on their shoulder. Somebody you can lay on their couch. Somebody you can eat their food. Somebody you can wear their clothes. This is a friend. Somebody that will fight for you. Not a motherfucker that you just double tap on Instagram or leave some comments or a motherfucker that you do a Snapchat video with or Instagram video with or in music cases a nigga you do a song with or something. These motherfuckers ain't your motherfucking friend. These motherfuckers is trying to get something. So understand to whoever's out there listening to this shit, it's no problem at all to cut niggas off. It's no problem. Like no problem at all Trust me They and you Aren't gonna lose sleep They're gonna continue to live their life And continue to leech on the people They can leech on Right And you're gonna go on with your life And be successful And they're gonna probably try to Hit you up You know Slide in your DMs Hit you in the comments on Facebook Or whatever the case may be And then they're gonna try to Leech again because these kind of people are these kind of people for life, right? So, all I'm saying is, if they ain't supporting you, if they ain't rocking with you, if they ain't giving you honest, constructive criticism, because some niggas be mad as shit when you give them, like, a, a real opinion. They be in their feelings. It's like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, you, I'm not your yes man or yes woman. You know what I'm saying? If a motherfucker can't take constructive criticism and they want to have their panties in a bunch or they want to feel sensitive or be in their feelings because a nigga said their fucking opinion, then you need to understand that maybe that motherfucker don't really want that kind of friendship. Maybe they want a yes man. And if you're not going to be a yes man or a yes woman, then you may have to get your ass up out of there because eventually the resentment is going to build in the relationship because the person is like, oh, you don't respect me. You don't think I'm talented. You don't think I'm this. No, it's not. It's, it's not that. It's that I'm not a fucking yes person. I'm going to see something. You're going to send me something. We're going to do something. I'm going to see you do an action and I'm going to give you my honest opinion on it based on my perspective. Now, sometimes that perspective can be favorable to your outcome, but sometimes it's not going to be favorable. Sometimes my perspective that I'm going to offer you is going to make you question your actions. It's going to make you reevaluate how you move forward. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then I am not the kind of person that you should have in your life. You should cut me off too, right? Because everybody don't want that kind of shit, right? So I feel like it's necessary, it is imperative to understand that everybody ain't for it. So that's what I wanted to get into before we really got into the thick of this podcast. Everybody is not for you. And it's okay. It is absolutely fine. So, yeah. First, I want to talk about Roddy Rich. I want to talk about Roddy Rich. Or uh, uh, one of the co-hosts preferred to him as Roddy Broke. Because right now, he ain't making good music right now. But anywho, Roddy Rich, man. I fuck with him. I think a lot of people fucked with him. And probably still fuck with him. You know, I think he's a dope artist. One of my favorite artists out of the new guys. Me personally, I just love his creativity with his flow, with his delivery. Um, even his lyrics, sometimes they're a little off kilter, but they always kind of have that flair to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of my favorite songs is Ballin' Out Every Season. Um, I don't know if that's the, the title of the song, but it kind of Ballin' Out Every Season. Don't know some niggas I left in the bleach. Yeah, y'all know about that. And uh, that's one of my favorite songs. Also, Down Below is another favorite. Um, and I just think right now he's in a little slump. You know, personally, I think that 
us as fans put him on a pedestal that he probably wasn't ready to be on. Um, I think we should have gave him a little bit more time. You know, three mixtapes and a hot album. And all of a sudden, you know, he's like up there with Drake and all these guys. It's like, no, like let him have a couple albums. Then we can put him up there. So I feel like it was kind of our fault into why Roddy disappointed us because we put so much faith in him and put him at such a high level versus kind of letting him prove himself. And I think um, Roddy is being who he's always been. His album was called, excuse me, I'm antisocial. For people that got pissed off or felt like he was running from the media when he put the deuces up after he shared a snippet of his song and people was shitting on it, Bruh, this is who he is as a person. He's not a social media guy. So get off his balls. Like, let him do what the fuck he wants to do. If he wants to get away from you crazy-ass fans who ain't got shit to do but spam his fucking DMs and his comment section saying that his album is trash and saying that he ain't gonna be what he used to be, fuck y'all. He don't have to endure that shit. He can go back to his life just like you say 20 mil like he can go back to being rich and making music while all of us is around here clicking and working our fucking nine to fives he can get away from us right shit anywho i feel like roddy rich keep doing your thing yes the album live life fast was not a good album it was really bad probably one of the worst albums of of Last year, I'm just mad that like that was the last one of the last albums released, and I'm just it was just kind of sad that it, it took so long for him to drop this shit. It's like, bro, if you was gonna drop this mid shit, could you could have kept that, bro? You could have just yeah, you could have kept that album. But do I think he's gonna bounce back for sure? I think he's a talented artist. I, I don't think anti-social, excuse me, anti-social was a fluke. I don't think feed the streets two and three, well two, one and two. Uh, were flukes i think he's talented and i think he's going to bounce back and i think he's going to come back with some heat this summer and i think he's going to take over the summer let's move on to kanye west mr yeezus himself he just put out his documentary which i have not seen yet so i'm not going to speak on a documentary i may watch it this weekend or some shit like that when i got some some downtime but um just speaking on just donda 2 do i think it's going to drop it, it could drop. Probably not. Pour it on Donald Trump. Alright, let's stop. Got a little rap to rest. But anyway, it could drop. It could not. You know, he, he, he does a lot of trolling when it comes down to dropping projects. And I feel like Kanye West is just in a trolling period of his life. I think, I don't think Kanye West has ever really been a full-blown troll. Um, I think he's been someone of shock value. But in terms of just kind of trolling the world, I think this is his first time of him just kind of not giving a fuck. And I think it has a lot to do with his divorce and this Pete Davidson guy. The fact that you're a billionaire, one of the greatest, most successful artists of our generation. And you got this douchebag banging and pounding and and and, and, and doing doing a do with your wife. And the mother of your four kids, like, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think he's just kind of at a point where he just doesn't give a fuck. Am I too concerned about Donda 2? I really didn't care too much for Donda, to be honest. I thought it was a cool project, but if I had to measure it up to any of his other works, I didn't really care too much for it. I had too many features, um, just riding a lot of waves, and that's what I thought the project was. Just thought it was just him just riding a lot of people's waves. Um, and that was it, you know. Um, he could have really did the whole project just being Kanye West. And I think people, it would have been loved more. But because it was all these features and stuff, you know, I don't feel like someone of Kanye's stature has to do that at this point. Other than just trying to appeal to the younger generation, I think. Anywho, let's get off Kanye West. Um... We got a special guest on the show today, you know what I'm saying? We got the boy Chico Taj on the keys. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, man, great to have you on the show. Bro. Oh man, I'm happy to be here, V man, yeah. my brother, for man. Sure, for let's sure. get it, man. Thank Shoot, you for having man. me here, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's you know, we've been we've been at this thing for a minute. So kind of like tell the people kind of about your journey. Like, how did you actually get into, you know? playing the keys and kind of like how did you get into that man okay so the key the keyboard the piano wasn't my first instrument it was the drums i okay. started playing okay. drums when i was around three four years old okay uh, i'll never forget i was in church and it was offering and the drummer wasn't there at that time so i just walked up by my nana's lap r.i.p nana i love you and i went on to the drums. r.i.p nana r.i.p nana went to the drum set and just started playing Nobody told me to do. I just went up there and, and started playing. And my dad's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like, I'm three, four years old. Barely can count to ten. But I'm walking up, playing the drums, keeping a steady beat. And that right there, I knew then, like, this is what I want to oh, yeah, do. That's some, that's some prodigy shit. Right <laughs> yeah, some, man. Yeah. And with the keys, uh, I started at nine, uh, right, ten man. years old. Uh, my dad taught me first. You know, my dad was telling me, giving me some chords to work on, you know, some blues scales. But I didn't, what was the word? I didn't catch on like quickly. It took me a while to really get it down. And he would be like, you know what? Since it's taking you all day to get it out, once you figure it out, you just give me a holler. And I was like, damn, dad, that's kind of harsh. Like, you don't want to sit here and watch me do this? You know, his patience was thin. Right, right. So I just started learning on my own. So I just started listening. I was listening to Deuces. You know, when Deuces first came out, that was on 97.9 Heavy. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, okay, and that yeah. was the first That was the first song I learned by ear. Just playing my piano. Let me, let me hear something of it real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, said, you said Deuces was the first thing du you learned? Du Deuces was the first thing I learned. Honey, look it on the back. Yeah, that shit was my joint. So how did you figure that out? Like the whole perfect pitch, like how did that come about? Did you just man, so studying? I was, was it making it, up stuff? It was really just getting the piano, just listening to the song that's playing, and just find like the bass, like find the, the 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 bass note, the foundation. Did you take any classes, any music theory, any anything? I was you? actually in band. You was in band. Okay. Yeah, I, I was okay. I was in band, and I actually uh. What I was, was your instrument in band? Playing tuba. So you do you know how to play the tuba too? Yeah, man, I played. What? The, I played oh, the tuba. <laughs> and the part is, I want for to play an instrument bigger than me. Like that was, I wanted to play the saxophone, like right. a mug. But uh, they oh, said, shit. man, you can play the tuba. Like I played that mouthpiece. They did the mouthpiece test, and that was like, they was like, you gotta play the tuba. Everybody laughed at what's me. The, what's the mouthpiece test? So basically, they give you the the French horn mouthpiece. They give you the trumpet mouthpiece, the saxophone mouthpiece, the tuba mouthpiece all the mouthpieces of each instrument and then you even have the flute and then you basically test it blow through each horn uh mouthpiece to see what gets like the best sound, the best sound. and man my is it like testing not your breath control or like how what instrument that you're that's suitable for you okay that's what's the test how for. do they know if it's suitable for you or not? because we we I, I, they gave me that tuba and i blew in that mud like it was, and that was like the loudest mouth, like it sound that went through through that mouthpiece okay. out of all the other mouthpieces I tested. Gotcha, gotcha. So they were like, okay, since you did really good with that tuba mouthpiece, we finna put you on a tuba instrument. Oh. So I was like, damn, okay. But when I start practicing and start playing it, I ain't gonna lie, like V, I, I was getting good to the point I was first chair. Mm. I was first and second chair. I didn't go no lower than that. Right. On the, on the tuba. And I was just like, you know what? I gave up the tuba once I got into high school. I was like, man, I'm not. I'm gonna play football. I'm not trying to play no damn big ass tuba. And I'm walking on the field 
doing marching band. Right, right, right. That 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 wasn't the way. That wasn't Pete. So you played football <laughs> in high school? Yes, sir. What'd you, what you? I play uh, a little running back, but I play mostly linebacker. I was on defense. I love laying smack, that helmet. Smack, oh, I was. Smack, you come through that middle, I'm, I'm knocking your ass smack, off. Smack, I'm telling you, you gonna hear on the intercom. Taj Edwards on the tackle. <laughs> Number 24, okay. Taj Edwards on the tackle. Yeah. Okay, okay. Edwards on the tackle. That's a loss of three. Third down and 15. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like like that. You okay. know. So okay. so yeah, man. So. But so yeah. football, so you started off age nine, no, no, no age two. About what, three, four, three four on the drums. Drums, surprise the fam with the drums, then you transitioned it about. Ten, like, nine, ten on the piano. On the keys, and then when you got into what, middle school? So about, yeah, clear, I was at Clear Intermediate School. So okay. like fifth, fifth grade, I was playing the flute, sixth grade. We was learning a sixth grade. That's when we start playing the instruments, like getting in the band in sixth grade. Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, so when you got, so high school, what were you doing in high school? Playing football? I was playing football, doing sports. So then high school, were you still doing music during the football time? Or I was doing, I was really, time? I was doing, I was still doing music because I was doing it at home. Okay. I was I was I was making beats on my dad's uh, Yamaha Motif XS6 keyboard. Shout out to the Yamaha. Yeah, already. That's that one my, of the best. That was my first keyboard that I started off with. Shout out to the Yamaha. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man. That that Motif do some damage mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. That mug can still do some damage. Yeah. But I would be on that, and I'll be in the garage just cooking after football practice. Do my homework. I'll be in the garage. It'll be six. I'll be out there till about eleven midnight on a school night and my mom will, will get go come outside pops will come outside like hey man nigga, it's 12 o'clock you need to get in the bed i'm like oh shoot all right my bad but that that Time may flies when you do what you love facts that's a fact you be thinking you only been out there two hours but six hours pass but pops will tell me i love the fact that you're doing that you're taking it serious and that's why he really never tripped on me like that right. you know with that so okay but so yeah, man. so then so then High school, football, jamming in the garage, then PV. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so like, PV. That's when you joined the band. Uh, I was in jazz band. So you, you, did, you did jazz band. How was that? Oh man, uh, Doctor Zach. That's my guy. Love Doctor Zach, man. Uh, he was just shout like, man. Shout out Doctor Zach. He would always say, you know, talent can go so far. But if you're not willing to put the work in, if you're not willing to go to the lab and focus on what you need to focus on, then you're really wasting time, you know? Yeah. Just that point, like, but Dr. Zach was all about growth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long was you willing to practice that, the sheet music that he gave us in rehearsal and just go in one of the practice rooms and just get so on you it. know how to read music. Are you man, you knew how to read music? A little bit, that's what helped me. Like, I didn't really, with reading music I could read the bass clef the treble clef it was cool you know I was learning it by individual notes when it started getting the chords and and that tie to tie to the next measure the next bar that's when shit's like okay and then when them notes be upside down and shit I'm like okay just hold on pause can I hear it right and that's the thing and that's what helped me is looking at the notes but actually hearing what they're playing and you know me having perfect pitches like okay that's a cheat code I within see, its I see, own I see what doing. exactly so yeah, i could yeah. i could do this and then you know some parts i might finesse just a little bit yeah, but then get back in the pocket you know what i'm saying yeah. so so after transition after getting the pv and stuff like that like what were some of the things that got you into like being a producer what made you want to go into that man my boy DeCedric Leno shout out to my boy DeCedric man uh met him at PV he went he went through Fami Alpha all that um he came through and heard me play in Hobart I heard him do a little something and I was like okay you play a little bit he said man I'm just I'm just playing around you know what I'm saying and then I you know what I'm saying then I started I started playing a little something he was like Damn, dog, you, you really cold, bro. Like, man, you need to link. Like, I got a whole studio at my crib, bro. Come to the crib, you know, we can link. I said, word? And the moment we went to his studio, like, that's when we clicked. As a matter of fact, Game Winner. When we did Game Winner.
interesting. And, well, first of all, y'all got to clap it up for that. that <laughs> play anything, just like you just tell them play anything you play. So tell us about this new project and what can the people expect from this new project. Okay. okay, so this this next project, you know, I dropped previously. I dropped major moves. And that's on that's on all streaming platforms. It's a major moves beat tape album, and now this next project that I'm dropping is the Major Moves 2.0, Deluxe Edition. And basically, what the people are to expect from this project is we have artists from the Vibe and Vision Studios gang from the, from the camp, and they and they all collaborating on these tracks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And we just giving y'all straight firepower. Like this is straight from Vibe and Vision. This is the home team. Strictly home team, and we giving y'all different uh flavors. We got JQ Music, uh, getting on there. We got Taz Two Four Nine, Wodex, Heavenly, Deja. You know what I'm saying? We got my boy Kobe. You know Eno, and, and we, boy, we Eno. Yeah, yeah. So we we really trying to get something together with the camp, and we just all trying to. We, we got the boy JQ Music. Yeah, we just got a lot of firepower. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All on the project, so. You know, some the, the beats that's on that project are going to be from Major Moves. So you're going to be like, okay, that sounds very familiar. I remember that beat. And the only difference is now we got some verses and we got some hooks. I want to give another shout out to Taj on the keys. Definitely not the last time we're going to have him on the show. Next up, Victoria. Amazing singer out of Poland. She's actually in Boston, Massachusetts now. And uh, let's get into it. Hello. What's going on, people? Shoot, we got Victoria on the line. Finally got Hello, her on, 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 on the V circle. We finally got her up on oh, here. We've been. Okay, now I feel. Now you make me feel stressed. There's like people there too. <laughs> we've been we've been playing phones half for a long time. Everybody make some noise with Victoria, y'all. Let's do it. Let's clap it up, yo. Oh my goodness, it's live. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like you're putting it up later. Okay, cool. I love it. Yeah, we got we got Victoria in. So, you know, we finally got you in. We've been doing this phone tag thing for a minute. It's kind of right. now. Where whereabouts are you right now? Like, where are you located? I'm located in Boston, Massachusetts right now. So I'm kind of confused about the time zone. And yeah. I always think, I always think that you are like one hour away. Meanwhile, we're two hours apart. That's why we are like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's crazy. That, that two hour gap is crazy because it's like 10, I guess it's 10 16 up there now. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, shoot, let's get into it. Let's hop into the shit. Let's, let's, let's do it. So, you got the new joint out called Teardrops with, uh, with Tyler, yeah. Tyler Hustle, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Lit Honey Production. Yeah. So, I guess first of all, just tell me a little bit about the single and, uh, you know, what you guys doing with it. I like the track. Definitely, definitely solid track. Um, yeah, just, just, just tell me a little bit, tell me a little bit about the, about the So, thing. yeah, the story is kind of pretty interesting about this one because we wrote this one really quickly, to be honest, but it's been a, it's been a journey to work on this one because we started working on this one, like, in the beginning, like, April of 2021. Okay. And it's gonna like it, it was just released right in 2022 in the beginning so we can say that we've been working on like for like at least eight nine months in the sense of the production but um that was kind of like our first collab with trey we have a few more songs that we wrote together and the energy in the studio was so fresh and like dope and we just like wrote this song so quickly uh, in the studio together, it was literally like 15 minutes. I did a freestyle, she did a freestyle, and then it was like a song, and I was boom. But um, I actually changed like the lyric, so it wasn't exactly the same in the okay. beginning. Um, but it was really fun to work with him, and you know how you like met the person, like musician, artist, right away, and you like kind of connect with his right. energy. Yeah. And everything is just right. It's all so about that's the vibes. how it was with, with me and Trey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So y'all actually did it live in the studio. Y'all actually was in the studio together. Yeah, he was in he was in our Lit Honey production studio. Um, and I want to write, you know, like I always try to write about my own experiences and kind of 
how I feel or my friends or my family. Uh, but this time I kind of want to like write something for women who are feeling lonely and just kind of like they're not um, confident, you know, and they're just like looking for for love. And actually this song is about cheating. Yeah. It's not really positive lyrics. The teardrop, see, he, when he don't come home late at night and, you know, all that. Yeah, that's that's pretty. <laughs> exactly. Especially around Valentine's Day, it's like you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> mm. But you know what? I've never experienced that by myself. But I want to wrote something like this because I feel like not only for women, but also for people who feel like they're you know like some somebody is not fair with you. And I just want to write this down and just like kind of make people feel like, look, you're not alone in that. Like that happens a lot to people. You know, and it's right. it's okay, and it's in the same time it's not okay. <laughs> to right, feel right, lonely, right, right. You are not alone. On some Michael Jackson type type vibes. Okay, like I but feel I like I feel like you know that's the best way to make music. You know, when you're actually in the studio with the person, you guys can vibe out. You know, what I'm saying play some beats and like see which ones yeah. are like yeah, this the one. Let's go. Let's write. Those are like the best experiences when you're actually in the studio. It's like. Like, the digital thing where sending tracks over is cool, but it's, like, you can never, like, catch something in the moment where it's, like, you both know, okay, we can actually both do something to this. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly, Vince. And I think you're you're so right with that. And also, like, I'm such a, like, bead songwriter. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I love listening to music and write. Like, obviously, I can write without listening to beat. But it just gives it, it gives me more inspiration when I listen to the beat and when we work together with my producer again. Like I just I just felt like it's it's just giving me this energy, you know, mm-hmm. and what I want to write about. Not to yeah, yeah. the same. Like, do, do you are you listening to the beat and you're writing, or it's it depends. You say what? Do you have the same, like, do you have to listen to the beat to write something, or you feel like you don't need music to write? It, it like depends. It, like, for me, you know, like, I think about music, like, every day, so I'm always coming up with little tunes or melodies or whatever the case may be. I prefer to have a beat to write to versus, like, just writing some randomly. Um, but I feel like my best music is music that I come up with where there's no music to it it's like literally i was saying something and singing something to myself and then i was like oh that's cool and then a beat will come and then i'll like oh that that can go to that you know what i'm saying so um right. yeah but i think i think also you know when it comes down to music i think honestly it's just about you know it's just about vibes and like how to turn those vibes and bring those things to life because I feel like nowadays people get so caught up in kind of the the trend of of music or just kind of like the the formality of it but it's like when you can feel the energy in the air draw from people draw from experiences those are going to be the most memorable you know most memorable music that you're going to make I don't know if that was a complete sentence or not but oh well I'm trying to trying to do yeah. better y'all my mom was talking about all the cursing <laughs> and shit that I'll be doing on this damn no, podcast. You're so, right. so you know what I'm you're saying? So I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. Mama, I'm trying. You hear me? Trying to be better, Mama. You hear? You hear? I'm trying to be better. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you know, got the ladies on here. I'm just trying to be little. You know what I'm saying? Trying to keep it classy. All right. Anyway, so yeah. So anyways, um, but that's cool. Now tell me about this lit honey production, cause lit honey that shit sound like something like. You get a it's chick, lit, right? like Chick Fil A or something yeah, like that. Like we got the, we okay. got the, like you go to uh like a freaking Applebee's or something like that, and and you pull up it's and funny. you be like, we got the it's lit, lit we got, the, and then everybody pull yeah. up in the drive thru They be like, you got that lit honey, you got that lit honey barbecue sauce. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we got the lit honey. Are oh, they like, oh no, we ran out of lit honey, and everybody like, ah damn, they ran out of lit honey. It's a fire name. Yeah, it's no, it like, is fire. I've never heard like that before. I mean, it just make you want to lick your fingers. We make you want to do that. You know, you got that lit honey, y'all. Like you know what I'm saying? Right? It's like candy. Mm-hmm. For sure, for yeah, sure. So tell me about, like this, about this, lit, this lit honey production. I don't know about this lit honey real quick. People love this name. So lit honey production is a fam, for sure. You know, it's a fam. We, we are focusing, like me and Daniel, we're focusing 
on making people feel comfortable with us, not only making music, but also like making this community, you know, where people can come, they can chill, they can chat, they can feel like they're actually are listened, right. you know, and and not only be like materialistic and just kind of like, oh yeah, let's do that, like this. Part. Obviously, we're treating every client professionally and we're treating every single pro- project professionally and taking it seriously, but in the same time, we want people to, to, you know, we want people to feel like like they're treated right and that they are a part of community. Right. So that's that's what's what is lit about lit high. Right, right, right. It's a community, y'all. It's a community, y'all. Definitely, if y'all in Boston, Massachusetts, y'all go hit them, hit them up. Shoot, I'm I'm actually gonna be up there um, doing some shows in the summertime over on the East Coast, so I may have to. Stop by Lit Honey Productions. Of course, you're so welcome. And see what's happening. You, see what know. it is. Holler at Danny real quick. <laughs> Be like, "What's up, Danny? What we 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 in here? We we doing this thing real quick." So so yeah, I. Danny looks super open to work with with any genre of music. That's what I love about him. That he's like super open and creative, mm-hmm. and he can literally like connect trap with country. Oh, that's <laughs> you yeah, know that's, like. It's it's really cool. That's really cool. That's important. Shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny, everybody. <laughs> so I we I recognize obviously there's a little accent. So so where are you from? <laughs> we 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 hit. Uh, really? We we hit accent. I'm we hit. It. We hit a I'm thing. <laughs> we hit we hit a thing. It's getting through. It's seeping through. We hit it. We hit it. Okay. Sure. I'm from I'm from Poland. It's a Poland. Europe. <laughs> oh, she from Poland. Got them po. Okay. Okay. Pol- I'm from Poland. Yeah, it's a really beautiful, lovely country in Europe. Okay. Um, I actually was there in December, so I just actually came back like last month. The only time I've ever heard of Poland was like, well, obviously with like you know uh, the, the Germans and like Hitler and all that. I know that's probably not a good, no. good, good thing to say in, in the whole thing with the Poland. But anyways, the other time I heard about Poland. Was uh, uh, I think it was um, Joel Santana in his song with uh, Lil Wayne. He said, "My flow is just slaughter. My ice look like frozen Poland spring water." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know where Poland is, but the way he flipped that verse, it must be some that that water must be pretty di- pretty damn icy." But uh, okay, so Poland. So what brought you to the states? What brought you to America? What brought you to America? I don't know why I said definitely, it. I don't know why I said it like that. But, music, right, but right. also like my craziness, you know, in a sense, when I'm saying craziness, I mean that do something extravagant and like new and something that it can like kind of, I just like, I want to try, like try myself in situations where I don't have the help from like my closest ones and I have to deal with everything by myself. Well, you ain't got to come to America to do that. You just go skydiving or something. You know, like... Jump out of an airplane or something. Yeah, That's extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> the next reason is that I want to learn English so bad, too. Okay. And, um... I, I you know, like, I'm a, lear- I'm a fast learner by listening. So, that was the only one option. I was thinking about London, too. Because I have a lot of, like... Like, a lot of artists who I love there. But... Something about America was really interesting to me, especially about the like music industry here and just like opportunities and possibilities right. to work with other rappers. Like I love hip hop. Now you like, like now you like those American. <laughs> now you like those American boys. You listen to Estelle. You be my American boy. Take me to the hunt down at the CLA. You like, oh, I, I gotta get out there. I gotta see I do LA. Love American boys. I do love American rappers. <laughs> yeah. Do. Hey, shout out to the American boys out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, Vince. And literally, like, I just, I, I was so into R&B when I was young, and I'm, I'm still, but when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with R&B and soul and gospel music. And, you know, like, I have different offers to, to work with rappers in Poland, but... See, they didn't have the flow. Mm, they got had that flow. They got talk that talk, talk that talk to me. Yeah, they exactly. got to talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. Didn't have the, they didn't have the 
is something special in in the rap, and I'm not saying they're not good or something. Like no, this is not what I'm saying. I'm right. saying this is I was I'm really particular what I'm looking for in my style. Right. That when I to someone or where I'm work, working with someone, I'm always honest. I'm right, not right, going right. to work with someone who I don't feel the energy with. They're like the right vibe. So right. you know. Right. No. So, no, that makes that makes. I came to America to look for a right rappers. That that <laughs> makes sense. She came. Y'all hear that? So any rappers, y'all need to go hit her up on Instagram. Y'all just gotta make sure y'all got the right flow. If y'all ain't got the right flow, then it ain't gonna it ain't gonna go. If y'all ain't got the right flow, it ain't gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Um, now that's what's up. That is that is super dope. Now, so I see you dropping these singles. You know, you know, you got the camouflage single, the single before that. Um and mm-hmm. you know so are you are you gonna ever drop like a full project like an EP or something or are you just kind of just doing a single thing for now? Yeah, then so this year is all about collaborations. I love music. I love people, and I, I'm I'm really open to do a lot of different. I I already have that's the thing. I already have a lot of projects with different rappers from different states, including you, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, right. no, we got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So, this year is all about singles. I was thinking to release EP, but I'm not rushing with it just because I have a certain plan. Okay. I can't, you know, like, it's top secret, but it's going to be, like, reveal soon, you know? Right. And when I'm saying soon, I'm saying maybe next year. You know, like, with me, and music is that I learn with my age. I'm super, like, old, you know, like, 22 years old. I'm super old. That is not old. I'm 30, y'all. She talking about she 22 and she I old. I learned with my age is that Mm-mm. I don't like rushing music process. And Daniel is really good about this, too, because he is actually quick, but he's not like, oh, okay, let's do that right now. Like, let's just finish the song today. He's not like that, and I like that because, you know, sometimes it takes time to build, like, like painting, right? Like he's always comparing music to painting. Like it takes sometimes years to make a right painting, and then it's like a hit, you know? Right. So I think I'm really focused on patience and building something that is like high quality. Right. Uh, I'm releasing singles now, but definitely EP on the way, like 100%. Okay, EP on the way. Do you have any sort of concepts or, like, ideas as to what, you know, kind of EP would it be? Like, you know, what, what direction you're going to go? Is it going to be R&B, yeah, pop-ish, or what, what direction? I do. I'm really open to electronic music lately. Um, I'm actually trying to work with different DJs, too. Okay. To kind of get into this zone of electronic music, you know. Right. But um, I love a like old school R and B. Like this is who I am, you know. Like that. that it's really important what you said in the beginning of this podcast that people want to like people want, like artists wanted to make music because like for example of TikTok, you know, and they just kind of want to like match the style because it's popular. Right. But in the same time, I do, I think it's not bad to do that, you know, to mm-hmm. just kind of get recognized and right. just do a hit, fine, I'm fine with that. But in the same time, I want to stay my, like myself and just be true to myself, who I am as an artist. And I love old school R&B, I love Floetry, I love Solange, and like, oh, yeah. I would like to do definitely like electronic modern R&B connected with like old school type of TLC vibes. You know, yeah. do that on my EP. So something that is slower and something that is faster, so everyone can connect with at least one song. You know, for sure, for sure. No, that's that's dope, and I think that's important in music nowadays. I feel like it's important to have your own style and to have your own thing. Don't just try to be trendy. Although that's lit, you know. what I'm saying TikTok, you know, making music, and that's how people are getting getting on. Um, however, yeah, you know this, you know this song, bitches go and go, bro. But you know what I say? Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even be on TikTok like that. I'll be, you know, I, I don't like who's that, who's that by? Who's that by? Oh my goodness, wait, I actually have to check this out really quickly, but I don't remember this game name. It don't, the song don't sound too good, I'll tell you that right off top. It's Yang Yang Lean. 
dude. This uh. Yarn Lean. He like just popped out on TikTok like from nowhere. This song was released in 2013. Oh wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I love this song though. Yeah, they got this, this is one song that uh my boy DP3 used to always play. I don't know if you heard it. It's like party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck 'em all. Fuck 'em by. Yeah, he always play that bullshit. Um, crazy on TikTok. I wish I can do like some style like they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it seems so simple. It's another it, but once again, it's kind of like it's cool, but then it's not cool because it takes away from the art form of music. It's the reason right. why we're lacking greatness, especially in the generations to come. You know, that whole Michael Jackson and you know artists reaching that level. Even like a Bruno Mars level, like artists reaching that stature or an Adele level is 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 going to be so few and far between because people don't really you have these kind of platforms that are good for the culture. But they're also bad for the culture because they're robbing the culture of the importance of, you know, uh you know, authenticity, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just wants to jump in it and try to see what they can do. And everybody has a microphone. Everybody's at a studio doing something. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged, it's kind of a double-edged sword. But shoot, I'm not going to hold, yeah, yeah, but shoot, I'm not going to hold you on here forever. You know, we only got limited time on here. iHeartRadio podcast. They, after I did that whole hour, they were just like, look, V, we love you, but you're going to have to cut it down a little bit. So I'm trying to do better, y'all. Um, so before we get out of here, Victoria, like you got anything you want to say to the people? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we got over like 103 people that's, that's, that's listening right now. So that's really cool. Oh my! So first of all, thank you so much all for listening. Um, and you can follow my music journey if you'd like to check out my music. Um, Victoria Vera by V and K. Hey. <laughs> Lynn Honey Production. Get that Lynn Honey. Y'all better get that patent, that Lynn Honey right there. Um, so you can find me on Spotify. Y'all may have to sell some Lynn Honey. That y'all may have, that may be a little hustle. And y'all come in there. Honey the, the artists, the artists come in there and they they hey we got some Lynn Honey for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Five dollars. If you're looking for a fam and music and good vibes, positive vibes, just reach out to us. We're super open to collaborate with people who wants to you know achieve something and i just want to say this in the beginning the, the <laughs> of this podcast that i recently watched the documentary of Kanye west and it just kind of really inspired me this whole journey that he had in like you know like in 90s i would say right that like never give up people like whatever you like to do or whatever you feel like okay this is this is my path and then there's like rejection or you feel like no it's just not this is not right doesn't feel right anymore just don't give up and just keep going and like literally don't take no for an answer that's like my last thing that i i'm telling myself Uh, and just keep doing it like keep doing it keep doing great music and art right (laughs) that's it that's it boom well, y'all give it up for Victoria. Y'all go check out her new single that's out now called Teardrops with Tyler Hustle, right? Yes. I got it right. Boom. Shout out to Tyler Hustle, man. Boom. He was hustling to make this song happen. Yeah, exactly. So shout out to Danny. Shout out to Lit Honey Productions. Shout out to the whole team. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in at this episode of the V Circle. And we are out. Boom, 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 boom. See you guys Thank next you time. for having me. No problem, no problem. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Love you people, bye. All right, bye-bye. I just want to give a shout-out to our guests on the show, Taj on the Keys, Victoria. Also give a shout-out to Lit Honey Productions. Shout-out to Danny. Shout-out to the VVE Squad. Um, just shout-out to all the listeners out there This, this, this you know giving me your time i appreciate it uh, we all appreciate it and i just want to say thank you guys again for joining me for episode five uh we're going to keep this thing pushing keep this thing trucking along um next podcast we're going to have an actor on the show um and i'm excited it's going to be dope so uh yeah it's your boy vince b thank you for tuning in to the v circle we out
I was finished, finished. He thought that I was dead and gone. I'm here to get to the business. I got my blue blazer on. And I don't really vibe with no hater, no. I ain't got no time, I'll be moving on. Please don't come around if you calm down. Let me show you what this NLS is all I'm about. Be my own man, make my own way. Survivor, survivor, yeah. You are what you think. You think I'm crazy if you think I'm a loser. This is a test, nonetheless, got more to prove. You think I'm down, but I'm only paying dues. I'm on a rise, don't get it confused. I'm gonna be my own man, make my own way. Uh, push it to the limits in my dying day. I don't comply with programs that can't control me. Uh, I'm gonna be my own man.